Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Early Parenting Podcast. So in today's episode, I'm diving deeper into my free crying baby checklist and talking about the six main reasons why your brand new baby may be crying in these early weeks and months. I wanted to dive deeper into the topic. I love my PDF checklist and it's such a handy resource, but I just wanted to really dive into the topic so you got such a thorough understanding because I think it's such an area of overwhelm that parents experience. So let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by the Crying Baby Checklist, my brand new freebie, which takes you through the six most common reasons why your new baby will be crying. If you want to get an understanding of the most common reasons for why your baby's crying, what's going on with their development and why that crying's happening, and how to calm your crying baby, then make sure to download this freebie. You can download this freebie at jenbutler.mykajabi, which is K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash crying dash baby dash checklist. Make sure to grab your copy today. All right, on to the episode. I'm so excited about this episode because it's literally going to be walking you through exactly why your new baby may be crying and how to settle them. Now, before I dive in, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the crying baby. Now, your baby's cry will undoubtedly be one of the key reasons you become stressed and overwhelmed as a new parent. Your baby's cry evokes emotions in you. It could make you feel guilt, frustration, stress, anger, or even helplessness. Now, notice how all of these emotions are, well, I guess what you'd consider negative emotions. So it's no wonder why we get so stressed out by crying and why we instinctively want to stop the crying. Now, there will always be a reason why your baby is crying. Crying is their form of communication. But knowing how to manage the crying is the tricky part for every new parent. So without further ado, let me take you through the crying baby checklist. So number one, check if your baby is hungry. I always, always start with this one because in today's culture, mums are led to believe that new babies should feed three to four hourly and not a moment before. Truth bomb, guys, your baby will be hungry when their tummy is empty and there's no time limit applied. So first and foremost, offer your new baby a breast or bottle feed. 
The worst that will happen is they'll fuss or refuse the feed, but at least you've ruled out hunger. So what's next? Number two, check if they're wet or dirty. I like to check this one next because there's no point moving into the next steps if this is bothering them. A slightly wet nappy isn't going to cause too much distress, but if it's quite wet or even a bit dirty, you may find your baby grizzles or cries out of discomfort. Now, big one here, guys, you're unlikely to hear the baby that is screaming as if they're in pain or that really high-pitched cry for a wet or dirty nappy. It's not going to cause most babies that much distress. However, it never hurts to go through this step just for your own reassurance that you have ticked that box. Okay, so the next step. Number three, does your baby need to burp or pass wind? Now, I'll start by saying that the latter is kind of hard to help facilitate. Wind needs to travel through the bowel at its own rate, and it can be tricky to rush it. In saying that, things that may help include wind drops, stomach massage in a clockwise direction, or bicycle legs, which is exactly as it sounds, where you rotate their little legs as if they're riding a bicycle. Likewise, burping is most likely to happen within minutes of the feed finishing, so please don't feel you need to spend a long time burping. I have met mums who 30, 40 minutes after a feed are still working to get up a burp. The reality is is if that burp hasn't popped up in the first five minutes or so, then it ain't coming up that way. (laughs) So number four, they're too hot or cold. A quick feel of your baby's tummy will tell you if they feel cool or hot to touch. So it's important to feel the core temperature, so that's in around their tummy, and not hands or feet, because they'll often feel way cooler than what your baby's actual core temperature is. Either rug up or cool down and move on to the next step. Number five, your baby is overtired or overstimulated. So the younger your baby, the less capable they are at staying awake for a long period of time. A four-week-old baby usually is awake for around 60 minutes at a time, a three-month-old for about an hour and a half at a time, and a five-month-old for around an hour and 45 to two hours at a time. Now, this is hugely dependent on the quality of their overnight sleep and nap, just FYI. Likewise, an overstimulated baby will scream. If your baby is being passed around like past the parcel, this can make them really unsettled. It's a lot for them to take in new faces, new environments, and new people. So if you suspect they're overstimulated, then take them into a dark and quiet room and soothe them in there. An overtired and overstimulated baby is best to avoid and often the crying that you can't seem to solve that happens in the evenings is often due to an overstimulated baby or an overtired baby who didn't quite get in the sleep that they needed during the day. So if that sounds like your baby, the best thing you can do is prepare them for sleep, get them down for some rest or take them into a dark room and help to calm them so that you're reducing stimulation and helping just to bring those senses right, right back. Last but not least, number six. So crying can be an emotional release. 
So if you know you've checked all of the above and you know their basic needs are met, then understand your baby's cry may be for emotional release. There is tons of research to back up that crying offers a therapeutic effect for babies and adults. (laughs) The crying allows them to release tension from birth trauma. Yes, every single baby experiences birth trauma because that pathway down through the birth canal or even if your baby was born via Caesar, it's all traumatic in terms of a delivery. It all causes a lot of stress and tension on your new baby's little body. This form of crying is also useful for babies who have stored stress from things they've experienced when they were in your tummy. Yes, they can totally feel all those feels too. Or they might just need that final release of energy before they actually do go to sleep. So if you think this is what your baby needs, be sure to allow them the opportunity for them to cry and release their energy or tension with them being supported in your arms or close by. This is the key to this release. You as a parent or another caregiver needs to be there to support your baby, to validate their emotions and to let them know they're not alone. It's okay for a baby to cry. I really want you to understand that there's such therapeutic benefits to it. But the difference is is how we support them and whether we're present to be there to help validate those emotions they're feeling and support that emotional release. Consider it like having your friend or your partner have their hand on your shoulder while you just have a damn good cry. It is literally the same and has such a therapeutic effect for a young baby if their parents are close by to support them. Now, remember, you can access my crying baby checklist for free to summarize everything that this episode has discussed. If you want to have something that's just handy to have on your fridge or in your baby's room so that you can go through this really sequentially and in steps to help to minimize the overwhelm. So if you're keen to get your hands on that freebie, then head to jenbutler.mykajabi, that's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash crying dash baby dash checklist. I hope you've enjoyed this mini training. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you've enjoyed it. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com. And check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, Mama.